if you're building a business or considering building one, when you are going through your product phase and answering the question, what the hell do I sell? You should be looking at something that has mass market appeal. Okay. It shouldn't be so niche that it couldn't be taken to a radio, TV, or other place and hit kind of a mass market. So you should be considering that on either of those. Okay. If you are an exit potential, your products would be best suited if you're looking to exit, if they have that off Amazon opportunity. Okay. So then obviously it's selling profit. So we want to manage. I just want to mention one thing on off Amazon growth. One of the powers that, that occurs here. And we've, we've seen this happen with quite a few products our, ourselves. Once you start on Amazon and you also generally have some things happening in some of the social media, the Facebooks and the Instagrams and things like this, this is the new as seen on TV. I mean, in the old days, we had to spend the big money on television before we could take a product into off TV channels like retail, like Walmart and Walgreens and all of that. But we're now seeing that the activities that we're doing on Facebook and Instagram and Amazon are actually building the brands of these products. We took an item, had never seen one dime of television advertising. And just because of Facebook and Instagram and Amazon, we took it to Walmart. It went in as in, in the optical department. It started as the number 30 product and ended up at number three within four weeks. And, and, and this is because of the power of what we were doing in the Amazon and social media channel. So we, again, these are all parts of these processes, but very powerful step here in order for you to get that extra penetration and other big profits too. Welcome to the High Voltage Business Builders Podcast, a show where we interview high voltage entrepreneurs growing and scaling through e-commerce, real estate, and other wealth without Wall Street ventures, showing you the path to making your first or next million. Okay, let's start with the initial concept in mind. That is, what the hell do I sell? It's the first thing to build a company. Product, build brand, brands you know, go out, brands become organic, brands build profitability, brands build great companies. And if you do a good job, a great profit and loss statement, and of course, a great exit opportunity. Obviously, what you need to sell leads to understanding the numbers of the business. We'll talk about that in just a minute, a little bit. Some of you may have heard me speak on this months ago. I'm going to re-bring up some of these topics in kind of a discussion format with you here. Some of you may be completely new to this and you may have questions. We can talk about that. There is no presentation, number one. There is no pitch, number two. And number three, this is an open format invite for you to take a look at the possibilities of this type of model. All right? Because this, to be very clear, is business building. This is business management. This is business mentoring. This is not a make money offer course or some other type of thing we're going to discuss here. Uh, You should all be aware of that if you've listened to me in the past, just to be very clear and transparent as we go forward. You also need to understand what makes a good brand, what makes good competition versus saturation. How do I get into great competition, near hyper competition, but not so close into it that I reach a point where I have to reduce my prices to be competitive in the market? You also need to understand what type of brands and opportunities there are out there, how to follow trends and how to innovate. Amazon is a simple equation to keep in mind. It's similarity plus familiarity equal trust. Okay, because as we're building a brand no one's ever heard of, competing with three to five other brands no one's ever heard of, there is one thing they have heard of, and that's Amazon. And so we leverage that trust, bring that familiarity and similarity to the market, and put great products in front of people who are trying to find their solutions in 30 seconds or less. So we'll talk a little bit about that. So the other component is Amazon has a technicality. It really does. It's the mechanics. Now, it's the simplest thing for people to lock onto. It's the most complicated thing for them to forget. 
Amazon is not about pushing buttons. It is not about how many buttons I can push, how fast I push them, and how many hours in a week I push the buttons to make money. Okay. People get really caught up in that. And it comes from a whole, I think, idea over here about, well, if I just get a bunch of products, I find them at my local retail store, or I go get a pallet of this and I do this kind of stuff. If I just do a bunch of that work, um, I can make more money. And that's a scarcity mindset. So I'm going to pull you out of that. And I want you to think more abundant for a second. Abundance is I find a great product that has millions of people who are interested and it finds their solution faster and easier. An example of that would be a dentist. Okay. Got an abscess tooth, really sucks. I'm really hurting. I'm like, I need to get to the dentist. Call up the dentist. He's like, great. I can get you in. It'll be about an hour. It costs about 300 bucks. Okay. And he then he goes, you know, sounds like something you might not need. What if it's $500 in 10 minutes? Does that sound pretty good to you? Yeah. Give me the $500 in 10 minutes. Get this sucker out of my head. It hurts, right? There's a value proposition for each of those people. We're not going after the one hour, $300 dentist. Okay. We're going after the 10 minute, $500 fix me. I have a solution. You have a solution. Let's get this thing figured out and let's get to something that I want. I'll be willing to pay for it and you can resolve my problem. It's a very different way of approaching the market than you will see in any other mass marketing and 80% of the guru crap and all this other nonsense you may be watching on YouTube. We're looking to solve that solution. We're selling products $50 to $300 in retail. Okay. We're selling them for more profit and we're innovating against the market. And we're, we're making sure that we know that our competition does not stand a chance when we go to market with these products. Okay. If you and I go head to head in the next six to 12 months on a product we're launching, I will destroy you. It's just that simple. Why? Because I know those metrics. I understand them. And it's why a lot of people are losing in Amazon right now. It's because they got involved in two and three years ago. They took maybe a course. They tried some of the retail arbitrage flipping stuff, but they were never taught the business fundamentals. They were never taught the numbers. They were never taught the market research. They were never taught how to build it, how to rank it. And then, of course, they never realized they're building an asset. An asset is something you build over time. It's not something that's just built in 30 days. So let's make sure we understand asset building, okay? And that has to do with understanding the platinum principle, but also understanding that you have a product, a physical inventory product with a virtual connection, okay? Think of it like real estate. We have a virtual real estate. We're going to establish our brand on the internet, but we're going to take physical products and attach it to it. It's a little bit unique like that. And that's where I think a lot of people see the value and understanding I have a tangible physical product I'm putting my money into, an asset, and I'm deploying it into a virtual space and I'm creating a virtual properties. I'm creating intellectual property that registers to my products. And of course, I'm getting eyeballs on the offer. So we'll talk about that a little bit in just a minute. We call that Amazon maybe a river, but it's also a tree. And that literally is a river of flowing buyers, 200 million a month, who are all looking to buy something in 30 seconds or less to solve a major problem like the dentistry issue. And they want it done and they're willing to pay for it. So what you need to be thinking about is a different level of customer avatar and how to get in front of them, because that's what really changes the game for those of you who are willing to fight and play this game. If you're willing to fight at $20 or less in Amazon market, you've already missed. You are already hitting too wide, too much saturation and low profitability. And many people go to market with that in three to four months, they suffer. We call that don't marry your product. Okay. <laughs> there are plenty of girlfriends at Amazon to steal. You don't have to marry your products. It's okay to let them go. There are plenty of other products in there that you can get involved in. But I see people going three to four months out and trying this business model, and then they, they get stuck in this thing and they can't get out of it. And they put a lot of money and capital into it and they feel very frustrated by it. So there's a whole nother way to approach this. So let's back up to that question again. What the hell do I sell? 
for a minute, I want you to visualize something you've purchased on Amazon because I guarantee you 90% of you on here have an Amazon account, a Prime account, and you, your wife, spouse, or significant other, typically a woman 27 plus, has purchased something in the last 90 days off of Amazon. If I were to have you pull up your phone right now or go to your shopping list, I know you could do this, Kevin. Go look at the products for the last 90 days and tell me how many of those products you think you could sell. Like first level analysis. Hey, could I, this is just a widget. Could I sell this product? I spent 49 bucks on it. There's a good question you can because 54% of the people on Amazon are third-party sellers, remember? So if we just do a simple roundup, let's say 60%, take 100 products, you do the math. How many of those products did you purchase in the last 90 days that are sitting in your shopping list right now on Amazon were sold by people like us, right? So when you really shift your mind for a second, you start to realize how much stuff you're buying from people that you could be selling yourself, right? Exactly. So the data mining component of that is what we're going for next. It's setting right in front of you. It's all around you. It's in your urban environment. If you start to look around you, okay, if you start to look around those products you purchased in the last 90 days, how many of them were solution oriented? How many of them were vanity purchases? How many of them were wants versus needs? And you need to, to start segmenting them out. Okay. We challenge our builders to build 500 units in 21 days, 500 products. And it seems like it's really over. We call it our big most list. Can you put together your most list of product concepts and ideas? Can you get to 521 days? Yeah. Because every one of my business builders does it and they do it and they suddenly realize it's all around them. And that's just one technique of going and data mining your shopping list. If I take that back to your urban environment and I say, just look around your office, look around your home, find out the products that you purchased, how many of them came from Amazon again, and whether or not you can identify a storyline of that product. Like You may not have remembered this when you purchased it initially, but just go back and look at it again. It's like, well, why did I get that pair of pliers? Oh, well, I was trying to fix this hose in the laundry room that was leaking behind the washer. And then I had to get the duct tape to fix it. And then I had to buy the plaster to fix the wall. And then I had to get the plaster spatula thing. And I had to, oh my gosh, like I bought seven things just to fix that one problem. You see where I'm going with this? You're building a customer avatar. It's very important. If you can name that avatar as a person, if it's you, maybe you're the 27-year-old female, maybe it's your spouse, significant other, your girlfriend, whatever, 27 female plus, if you can name who they are, put a name, maybe they're Rachel, maybe they're Sarah, maybe they're Ginny, I don't know. But that person has a storyline and they have a, they have a reason for why they did that. And they have a reason for why they bought the other components and the solution they were trying to fit. Put yourself in their shoes for just a minute. Think about who they are. Talk about who they are. Why does Jenny do this? Well, Jenny likes this. Well, Jenny loves to cook. Maybe she's a homemaker. Maybe she's a, a businesswoman. Maybe she goes to a job. Maybe she does these things. There's a person you're defining. Again, we refer to as what's called a customer avatar or a profile. Who is that person? How much are they buying? And how much of which particular area are they buying? If they're buying in the kitchen and they love to cook, they're probably somebody who loves KitchenAid or certain types of mixers, or they really love pots and pans. And so they're looking for a specific kind and they know which ones stick and which ones are Teflon and which ones you don't eat and which ones you can eat from that are safe and all this other stuff, right? <laughs> if you start to really build that profile, you start to think like a person who is now becoming a seller, no longer a consumer. And there's a really big difference in your mind. It really switches to the concept that there are obviously more consumers than sellers. And that's where we move from scarcity to abundance because many times people get involved in this and they're still selling and thinking like, like they're buying this and only by themselves. And so they think very limited. And what I want you to realize is there's way more buyers than there are sellers. And that is a big opportunity for you because there's a, an abundance of products, 600 million on Amazon, actually, at last check. 
when you go through that criteria and you put all that data together and you take some history, and I'll give you some right now because we've been doing this for a long time. 2014, we launched a software system that is to date launched over 60,000 FBA products in the market. We have a huge data warehouse. From that data warehouse, we extrapolate all our data. We give it to our business builders. We help them determine which products to go to and which ones to stay away from. So as they bring this customer avatar and concept to the table, we're able to help them focus into what I call Gold Mountain. And out of over here panning in Dry Gulch, which is where so many people go down Dry Gulch River and they find themselves dying (laughs) of thirst. Over here in Gold Mountain, there's about 12 million products on Amazon. 12 million products that you can sell for $50 to $300 that have a minimum profit criteria. Pay attention for those of you who are listening. That have a minimum profit of at least $12 per unit minimum. Okay. I prefer it has 24. Most of our sellers are doing $40 to $70 in profit per unit. If your profit is below $10 and you're currently selling on Amazon and you are lower, your your PPC costs are too much, your pay-per-click, you don't have enough profit, you can't buy new inventory, you're finding your turnover. If everything is negative, it's typically because you don't have enough profit in your product to compete in the market. You can't pay yourself, you can't grow and scale, you can't buy new inventory, and your advertising costs are too much. That might be you listening to this call, or it might be you realizing, don't do that if I'm going to start a business, (laughs) okay? Stay away from that. So again, most of us sell with $30, $40, $50 or more in profit per unit. Jake, who is uh, Brian's brother, who is in this EBG, one of our clients I just mentioned earlier, his product has $46. Just one has $46 in profit per unit on it. Right now, it's selling five units a day organically. It's doing over $500 a day, $250 in profit per day. And he hasn't even started the PPC marketing campaign or growth. It's all optimization for his launch right now. That's a $3,000 a day product when we're done with him. Okay, He will have his seven-figure business because he took the time, energy, and effort to deploy those products correctly. And he discovered the product from, guess where? His own urban environment, right? He discovered a product he could sell in his own urban environment that followed along with an avatar that he built that had to do with somebody he knew. And he's now selling that product. Well, guess who's buying it? All the people that match up with that avatar, okay? The numbers are very important. As I understand this product, I pull this widget down and I say, hey, I'm going to sell this knife or whatever. Don't sell a knife, please. Whatever I recommend today in product specifically as a disclaimer that you shouldn't sell it or do anything with it, do your due diligence, (laughs) don't go sell it. Any example I give you, I cannot stand on. So just be aware, okay? But I will give you some examples. So let's assume that product has at least 12 to 24 to $36 in profit per unit. Now, what do I do by those numbers? I have now established profitability per unit and every unit sold rolls to a profitable brand. I've taken into account Amazon's cost of fees, shipping, storage, marketing, okay? Many data points that most Amazon sellers and business owners don't even know exist or that they should follow. There's a whole criteria of those. We put it into what we call a green light spreadsheet. It's 27 columns. And yeah, it's a spreadsheet. We can run a whole business off a spreadsheet. If we're going to put it into a software soon, it's very close. We're going to call it greenhouse, where you build your products in the greenhouse and they grow and thrive. And it's going to go into our six leaf software. But right now it's in a spreadsheet, 27 columns. There are three columns three columns that you're supposed to pay the most attention to. Profit percentage, profit ROI, and profit per unit. It's all that matters. Revenue, again, it's vanity, okay? At the end of that, I want to know that that product that I've chosen from my list, maybe from my last 90 days of shopping history, from my avatar, Ginny, who likes to cook, and I see a knife that I could sell, has more than $12 in profit, 
It has green lights across the ship spreadsheet. And I now understand that it has a market competitive advantage and that I could make it profitable. So now I'm going to go through my numbers and I'm going to validate that that's true. I'm going to go find a source target for that. I'm going to have them tell me, hey, can I get 100 units of this? And what's it going to cost me? And they come back and say, well, it's going to cost you $12 per unit. You're like, great. I'm going to sell this for 49 bucks. Okay. So then I put Amazon's fees and my PPC and everything on top of it. Great. I got $25 in profit. Now that I validated those numbers, I know that I have a profitable product. Okay. So I'm going to go to my manufacturer target and I'm going to make sure that that all pans in green. If it's green, I now go to the market. And when we go to the market, one of the things you cannot do, I just mentioned it earlier, you cannot marry your products. That's where emotions get into business and people get screwed up really fast. We run the whole thing by the numbers. So once I choose my avatar, got a product concept in mind, that's all the emotions that I have. Now, some of you may be looking at me like, of course you don't, you're a man. You don't have any emotions. I live in a house with five women, okay? There's nothing but emotions all day long, right? And if you think I talk a lot, each one of these girls talks like 20,000 words a day. So I am barely keeping up, okay? But at the end of the day, (laughs) emotions and logic and reason have no place except for determining the avatar and the product you're going to sell. And at that point, everything needs to be ran by the numbers. Profitability, the inventory, your cost of goods, your marketing and PPC, no emotions. It is all business. Why? Because you're going to war. Because there's three to five other buyers and sellers in that marketplace and you're going to attack. That's it. Three to five. Everybody goes, there's millions of products. But I will tell you, in eight years of doing this and building these eight-figure companies, there are three to five brands you're going to compete with on Amazon. That's it. And once you know who they are, you can become top dog on the hill and you can steal up all their traffic. And one of the best ways to do that is to remember not to marry that product when you get your numbers correctly, but to look for the market and competition opportunity to take them out. And in six to 12 months, every time without fail, every one of my builders, every one of my businesses will destroy that competition in that marketplace and become top dog on the hill. Okay. We do it by ensuring our profitability is higher than theirs. Then I go in and I buy up all their traffic. I literally go in and buy up all their customers on Amazon. I will take every one of them and I will do it for the first 30, 60 days or 90 days if it takes me on an entire quarter to basically build it and suck up all their traffic. Why? My rankings come up behind there. My organic rankings come up. My PPC campaign costs go down. Their ranking comes up and overtakes itself. I now have a much higher average order value. They put a trust in there. It will buy the second and third products I put in front of them. I pay for the first product. They buy two more at 100% profit every time like clockwork. Okay, So my average order values per customer will go up exponentially, okay? An average Amazon seller will usually have between a thousand, less than $1,000 in value for a customer over 12 months. We will have two to three to $5,000 per customer. That means every person who buys my product will be exposed to additional products in my brand continuously, and they will spend more than $1,000 in a year buying my products. And that is one of the longevities, and that's one of the keys to pro tip for those who are paying attention, on the call. <laughs> okay. It is the difference between whether or not I can exit that business with great profitability or I'm just running a side hustle or a hobby business. And that is not what we're talking about. We're going to go to war. We're going to stay in war. We want to win. We want to be at top of the hill, right? But whenever I think of this, I think of Mulan and that dude stands up top and he's like, none of you guys are ever going to get me. Remember, he stands on top of the rock. I have girls and kids. So that's probably most of you don't even know what I'm talking about. So the, the deal is that in six to 12 months, there's three to five competitors we're going to get. We're going to outrank them. We're going to convert higher than them. 
For those of you who have any marketing background, there's conversion rates. There's cold traffic and warm traffic conversion rates. It's literally per a thousand people who see my product, how many people buy them, okay? And it's understanding Amazon's system in Amazon to compete on the top keywords, top pages for your product to get most visibility. You need to have a listing that converts above 25% for every thousand people, 25%. It's one of the beauties of this system, okay? Our average listings convert between 30 to 50% on what's considered to be cold, warm, lukewarm traffic, if you will. They have to compete that way in order to maintain top ranking within Amazon's system. It's this big filing system. Okay, you type in a keyword, products appear. Well, guess what? Everybody's jockeying (laughs) for those top positions. What they should be making sure they pay attention to is that with brands, Okay, we have what's called sponsored ads, PPC campaigns, and you also have sponsored brands. So when we take over that market in six to 12 months and each of my builders does the same thing, we will dominate that entire front end. Okay, I'll save you 997 bucks today from anybody who's trying to sell you a rank on Amazon service or product. Buy your way to the top. I can put a product on the top page for any keyword in less than five minutes with Amazon sponsored brands. Okay, the difference is, can I stay there? Can I make it profitable? And can I out-compete with those other three to five competitors? If you cannot do that, you're going to take a lot longer to be successful. It's just a simple matter of math. Okay. So I could put my top products into those top positions and I can track that entire page for that keyword. And then I can watch more organic results come into line and show up behind that page. So then I'm on the header. I'm on the sponsored ad. I'm on the organic. I own 80% of that page. And there are thousands to millions of those pages that we can do that on. So again, scarcity and abundance says, well, I need off Amazon every time I take a brand to market. It's not if you need it, it's when you need it. And that's one of the things we talked a little bit about. When you need it is more important. We have a saying here in the country, can't ride two horses with one ass. And there are two separate channels, okay? Front-end marketing and Amazon is a different channel and paid traffic ads, infomercials, all this other stuff, radio, TV, and ads over here, that's another horse. So we don't really focus on that until we hit seven figures on Amazon. It's very important you understand this because to get to seven figures on Amazon is your first big road to hoe. It's totally doable. Six figures is like a drop in the bucket. In fact, every 90 days with our cash flow plan, everything has to hit six figures in our business now. So think about that, right? We're going to show you how to understand that because that is the opportunity. To get to seven figures now means you have enough profit to hire somebody to take and ride the other horse for you which is what you should be doing with your profits when you get to that point. Now, should you decide to exit, portfolios can help you do that too, as we talked about a minute ago. But let's say you don't want to do that. Let's say you want to keep growing. Once you get past seven figures, you really should open up those additional channels. Amazon has this really great new thing they just started last week called Brand Referral, which will now pay you for any traffic you send off Amazon onto Amazon through your links. You'll now get paid for it. It's really cool. We used to jack around with this thing called Amazon Associates which is this little commission percentage, like 3%, unless you drive a ton of volume. Well, they've got it now at 5 to 30%, depending upon which category you sell. It's a huge opportunity to monetize your off Amazon traffic onto Amazon. And what is that telling us? Brands, all about brands. You can now, there's beta, where you can now email all of your people on Amazon with direct mail. It's very cool, direct emailing, brand targeted ads on that listing. It all leads to the point that if you're not building a brand on Amazon, you're going to lose. It's just that simple. So take that time, energy, and effort to consider how you deploy a brand on Amazon as your primary mechanism. Retail, arbitrage, et cetera, they're all short-term. 
you're building another job. It's the whole joke that, hey, if you just keep working, your boss will get a better car. You can literally leave one car and job and just get another one on Amazon if you're doing that. I do not recommend you do that. You cannot create automation and scale if you do that. Okay, we can run these seven-figure brands for like two to four hours a week with no employees. So it's a whole different opportunity. So again, as that comes together, as that brand ranks, as we see the ranking come up, as we're looking at our unit session percentages, our conversion rate, as we're looking at our movement of the products in the system, we should recognize that we have a capability to out-purchase our competitors. It is one of the things I'm telling you today that most will not tell you because they don't want you to understand this. I don't care. Come compete with me. I would love for you to come compete with me because there's so much opportunity in the market, right? When I go in and dominate that, it will take me a matter of months to do it. And that's why I mentioned a minute ago, Calvin had asked the question about how long did it take to build a strong and profitable brand? The honest truth is six to 12 months. It is not 30 days. I'll be very clear. It's not even 60 or 90 days. The logistics, the management, the growth, the longevity of it is what you should be really considering when you're building a business. Short-term and pushing short-term all the time is probably where marketers have hurt a lot of people when it comes to business building. At the end of the day, in 90 days, if you've launched a product over 90 days and it meets all the numbers, it has longevity, you have an opportunity for that product to stay there quarterly, by quarter by quarter, annually for years. We have products that are over five years old on Amazon. We have companies that we started with clients five plus years ago that are still selling the same products. Okay, they slightly innovated new variations, but they're the same products they were selling five years ago. Longevity is really the key to what we're talking about today. It all wraps up in that last component, which is the platinum principle. Now, the brand building component, as I talked about, and finding those additional products, it's what we call our five by five game plan. We developed this over six years ago. It was our way to take our business skills, business management skills, and capital deployment and execute it in a way that we create rep repetitive scalability. Any business operates on repetitive scalability. And that is through economies of scale, through growth, capital deployment, and people, we will see a predictable amount of organic uh, or paid growth occurring every year. Okay, we see an average of 60% growth every year on each of our brands. We expect that to occur. How does that fall backwards? In the five by five, it means we have five products, okay, in a brand that are doing an average of just five sales a day, an average across five products. The profitability of those products at a minimum of $12 in profit means that you've got at least 90 plus thousand in profit per year for just five products. That's not assuming that one of those products takes off and does a lot more. That's not assuming that two or three of them do. It's not assuming that you just launch five products and stop. It is what we refer to as just a base case. Each of our builders learns how to build a brand with five products that can sell an average organic sale of five units per day. Jake, as I mentioned earlier, and there's a, a video you can see here shortly, I'll link you guys over to it, tells you exactly how he's doing that and how it's its value is now growing his brand. Another pro tip, Amazon is loving brands. They've been loving them for years, just most people aren't paying attention to it. They are now rewarding companies that have more than five products and five SKUs inside of a brand. In fact, they love you a lot more. They'll give you brand opportunities. Funny story, I was on one day on Saturday, having a break, friend called me, says, hey, I just saw your product. I'm like, where'd you see my product? He says, I saw it on ESPN. I said, well, I wasn't running anything on ESPN. He said, it was right there across the ticker, across the bottom of ESPN's channel. I saw your product show up. I'm like, very cool. 
It's about five years ago. Amazon picked up the tab and marketed our product for us, our brand on ESPN. Very cool, right? So as you build those brands, Amazon will do more. They'll send you out on their 100 million plus person. That's actually like 125 million people on Prime now. They'll email them out to everybody for you. They will give you a brand manager. They'll give you an account rep. They'll let you access parts of the system that you can't access when you're not a brand, including sponsored brands, which requires you to be brand registered. Okay, These are opportunities that if you're not doing them, you're missing out on huge components of the business. You're missing out on huge profitability. So when you reach past five brands, which you're not recognizing at this point, and I'll tell you real quick, 76% of all Amazon sellers have less than five SKUs in their brands. So they haven't even hit the internal metric Amazon has set for brands. Well, Amazon's not big on publicizing that at the moment. But when you've been in long enough as we have, when you know enough people in Amazon and you have account reps, guess what? You learn things. (laughs) They tell you things they don't tell other people. And so brand building has been a huge component of growth. So you will look at five products and SKUs. But remember that one product that Jenny was doing who loves kitchen? We talked about in that avatar. That one product launched successfully can turn into 100 SKUs. We show you every time how one product can turn into 100 SKUs. Each product with the same criteria, same growth, and same opportunity. And when you've done the heavy lifting to get that brand in, and you've done the heavy lifting to get it optimized and running in the system, each product after becomes predictable in its 90-day results. Getting into the market, launching it, getting the results, it's all run by the numbers. Remember, it's a systematized process you continue to follow. That's why my builders last an average of three to five years before they exit their business because they have longevity, growth, and high upside, especially on the profit side. Okay, so that, that's a whole lot. That takes us through <laughs> a lot of stuff I spoke about very quickly. I know there's a lot, and there's still, yeah, it looked like everybody but two people are still on, so I didn't lose you. That's fantastic. I'm going to go through real quick and ask, answer a couple questions because I did unpack a lot. I'm sure there are questions. Um, Brian, if I missed anything, hit me up. Kevin, if I missed anything you want to cover, hit me up. On average, how many products will it take? How many products will it take to do what, Calvin? to hit a certain price point, a certain number, because everybody has different goals. We're talking about purpose-driven goals here, not just profitability, although that's very big. You can't run a business without profit. The, lo- the longer the people stay in this business, the more they respect that they're serving an audience. They're serving an avatar, and they're providing solutions for people who need their products. They're not just products flipping for profit. If that is your sole purpose, you will fail at this. People ask me, how many are successful and how many fail? I will tell you, okay? are successful, 20% fail. It's the old 80-20. It always has been. Why? The 80% who apply themselves and have a higher purpose than just profit will sustain any gotchas, any roller coasters, any ups and downs, any capital things, any family life issues, any other excuses we can all use that are totally justifiable. They will overcome them because they, number one, believe they could do it. They understand the abundance in it. And no matter what anybody tells them, they're going to do it. The other 20%, we're more in a scarcity mindset, thinking that everything's going to fall if they can't get it done. They don't have any purpose other than just to make money. And because of that, they will eventually give up not wanting to run the distance. And there's a big difference, marathon and sprinting. Okay, that's really what we're talking about. So the question again, how many products um, is going to take is going to be whatever that number is. What's your number, right? Is it, I need to make this much money in the next six to 12 months? Is it, I want to see my business exit in 18 months? Is it, hey, if it makes me an extra 5K, passively for like five hours of work a week, I'm happy with that. Who wouldn't be? What's your number? That's going to be defined by you. It may even be what's your profitability number. Hey, I may be accepting $18 in profit per unit. I don't need 40. Okay, maybe that's your number. 
it's up to you. There are minimums that I would make sure you set, as we've discussed today, in order to make sure you have success in the longevity of this business model. It's very important for you to understand that. Why? Because as a buyer of this, as we're doing with portfolios, I'm not going to buy those products. We're not going to buy those brands. (laughs) We're not going to be involved in anybody buying them, to be very clear. So question again, will Amazon allow more than one brand per person? Yes. And should we focus on one brand at a time? Yes. Always focus on one thing until successful. Okay. One market, one brand, then you can easily replicate brands. I show my builders how to scale. And there's a number of techniques we use to scale. Multi-branding is one of them. Okay. If we go back to Jenny, there's maybe a Michelle who's not a Jenny, although she loves cooking in the kitchen. She may not like KitchenAid as much as she likes Whirlpool but she's still in the same avatar, but she's a different demographic, you see? So each one of those people has a different brand affinity and each different brand could be a color scheme, a product scheme, or a base scheme that's all based on the same variable, the customer, and all based on the same demand and need. So multi-branding is a capability that we do teach people. But you should focus on one at a time, one at a time, because you can put 100 products into one brand, right? So there's lots of ways to consider that in terms of capital deployment, time, energy, and effort. We only have so many hours. Speaking of which, we're at our hour. So I'm going to wrap this up here in just a minute. So I won't take any more of your guys' time than necessary to get the point across. So, you know, if there's any other questions I didn't catch, let's catch these real quick. And then I'll take like 30 seconds to just tell you a little bit about what we're doing. Would you guys like me to tell you a little bit of what what we're doing? Again, no pitch. I'm just going to explain what we're doing. Okay. To be very clear. Anybody who works with my team, it's an invite only. I mean, it's very clear. I don't have time and energy and effort to work with thousands of people, hundreds of people. It's 10 people at a time. Okay, 10 people at a time have the opportunity to work with my team on a mentorship and a one-by-one relationship to build these brands from scratch. If you are an existing brand, we will help you scale that brand. Okay, make no mistake. There is no requirement to sell your company there's an expectation (laughs) that you're getting involved with this is that you will end up in portfolios at some point as a brand opportunity for us to be very clear. Okay. No contractual obligations to that. Just to be very clear, we have what we call as a pay as you profit model. All right. It means our mentorship is going to require you to pay for the initial first three months, which is the business initial building phase takes a lot of time in those three months. And there's a lot of things you have to do correctly to set up the whole foundation of your house. So that when you get out six and 12 months, you don't get to the second story and find your house learning it, you know, leaning at 30 degrees to the left, wondering what the heck did I have? I can't sit on my toilet when I'm hanging over like this. So it's a matter of building with a very strong framework in that first three months. We take you line by line, step by step. We act as an incubator. We act as a franchise, but no ownership requirements and no profit sharing are required. Okay. You, we the phrase in our company is you keep it all, keep it small. Okay. So you bring to the table. Your ability to do this, we bring our assets to the table. That's my people, my infrastructure, all of our time and efforts to make this go. And it pays your performance metric in 12 months. Okay. My team will work with you to hit 100,000 in net profits in 12 months or less, at which point we will receive a bonus. Okay. A 15% commission. So we don't receive our full coaching and mentorship until you hit your performance marks. I'm very confident in what we can do. That's why I offer it this way. And I always choose 10 people. Because you're going to go the distance. Your expectation is you're going to build a brand that you're going to deploy the capital required between ten dollars to $50,000, okay, minimum, to get this brand off in the next six to 12 months. Because again, you're going to deploy a business. It's very different, okay? When you deploy this business, there's going to be certain expectations of mark. 
We're going to have office hours every week, uh, twice a week to ensure you're hitting those marks. We're going to set up kickoff calls to ensure you're going to hit those marks together. Because remember, I want you to build a business that's successful and I want something that's a long-term acquisition in it. That's very important. Okay. The 10 people are decided based on conversations I have with you. Okay. It's very personal. I want to talk with you. I want to know your goals and objectives are aligned. I want to know your capital requirements and expectations meet ours, that you understand the market pros and cons, and that you understand what we're doing. Okay. So there'll be a simple little URL that we'll hand out. You guys can take a look at the video Jake put up here just a little bit ago about his experience and what he's doing with EVG right now to grow his business with us. You can text me. Okay. You text me a number. I will respond personally because I'm going to select very top tier 10 people. That's it. Okay. When, it, when these people come, they're going to have to have some capital. They're going to have to have some knowledge. If you're already on Amazon, that's great. If you had some experience with wholesale retail arbitrage, that's cool. If you're already doing FBA, great. We can show you how to optimize and scale. Your exit may come faster. All right. You may be a portfolio's opportunity sooner than later. If you're starting from scratch, we'll talk about what that looks like. We'll have a simple conversation to ensure we're in line. And then if it makes sense, I will invite you to join us. If it doesn't make sense, I'm going to say no. It isn't just about whether or not you have the money to join us and be very clear, the mentorship costs money. But I explained it very simply. It's a performance-based initiative. It pays you profit, okay? If none of that works for you, or maybe you want to go on the investment route, or maybe you've got a business you think is a criteria that might meet portfolios, you can also text me at that link and say, hey, you know what? I got a seven-figure Amazon business. We're doing this. I'm thinking about exiting it, you know, getting rid of this business. What do you think? We'll have that conversation. We'll see if we're a good fit for each other. Very simple, okay? So I'm going to give out that link in a minute. And you guys can take a look at that. I see a couple of questions. Oh, the 10, Calvin, sorry, I didn't see that. How do you decide on the 10 people? Hopefully I just answered that. Uh, give us an example of what your team will do to help us. We do everything to help you. My sourcing agents, my back office, my infrastructure, my accounting, my graphics people, all of it is provided to you. I want you in the CEO role. And the one thing I know in time doing this with a lot of people is that they do not know how to be a CEO. They try to do everything themselves. They don't know how to hire the right people. They don't know how to incentive the right people with key metrics. They don't know how to run the growth of the operation. We're going to teach you how to do that by leveraging my people to deploy that so that you stay in the CEO role. Okay. Then you understand what kind of people it takes to either bring in your business or we even have an optional done for you component. We call it the Voltage Amazon Account Managed Services, VAMS, in which my general managers can take over 100% control of your brand once it's growing up. They can scale it and essentially exit you from the business in a passive way till we exit the business together, maybe in portfolios. So that's an option too, but it's only for our business builders and it is only for brands that we have control over that we know we can grow and scale. And that's completely optional, but it's a criteria based and everyone interviews for that as well to ensure. So our team does a lot of the components for you. You will obviously pay for those components. This is That is not a done for you component in terms of us helping you grow and build this business. We're working with you to do that. We're giving you the people, the directions. We're showing you how to get it done the right way. And you're working side by side and we're keeping you on the right path to getting to that objective in the end. Uh, but there is a component of done for you when you qualify for it. And again, that is general full account management where you can literally take your hands off the wheel of that brand management. Our team steps into 47 points of running the entire business for you to growth. And our expectation is we're going to take that to exit. All right. And potentially it goes into portfolios. Great questions. Hopefully I'm answering them very succinctly for you guys. Uh, again, if you're interested and you're serious, go ahead and check it out. Give me a text. If you're just tire kicking, I won't waste your time. Please don't waste my time. If you're serious, if you've got some capital time and energy to deploy, oh, cap time. 
It's a big one. Let's talk about it. 10 to 15 hours a week. That's what I request my builders dedicate to doing this model. People ask me how much time is required. It's a big factor. This is for me. I live on 40 acres in the country, family all over the place, extremely busy running these companies. Time is of essence for all of us. So I'm not going to waste your time to waste mine. You have 10 to 15 hours per week to get this business off the ground. Certain tasks may take a little bit longer. Some may go a little bit longer one day than the other, but you really don't need to dedicate more time because I'm going to keep you very focused. If you think it takes 20 to 40 hours, it's probably because you're masking activity with productivity and you're doing all the wrong thing. We're going to keep you very task oriented and ensuring you deploy this correctly. So from time, 10 to 15 hours a week, okay? That is being focused on deploying the right people and the capital to the right locations. Very important, okay? Uh, Time is not a measurement of success in this business model at all. Ballpark amount of capital to get started. Okay, great question. Let's let's keep it transparent. I want you to have a minimum of $50,000 to $100,000 in the next 12 months to be serious about growing a brand, okay? Some of you's heads might have exploded. Others might be like, hey, that wasn't that much. At the end of the day, you're deploying that to the business, not me. You're deploying that into assets in your inventory, and you're deploying it into intellectual property, and you're deploying it into marketing and uh, software that's going to be required to make the business run, okay? If you were to go out and get a franchise, some of them are a minimum of 15000 Some go as high as thirty to 50000 uh, it's the same type of, of setup, only I'm not requiring you to work with 15-year-olds and scoop ice cream uh, and go down and do you know point-of-sale checkout. <laughs> it's a whole different type of ball of wax, right? Um, you're going to deploy between 10 to 25,000 of that in the first 90 days. Now, that is going to go towards the business itself. That is going to go towards getting up your brand assets. That's going to go towards building your LLC, towards getting your business online, towards getting your brand registration your trademark in place, and of course, ordering your first products that are going to go to market on your test product, okay? Product or products, it depends upon which you're going to deploy, which niche you're going into, and how we look at that market and help you determine what it's going to take for you to win in that. When you get through those numbers, I mentioned by the numbers, just to be very clear about capital deployment, there's a column, okay? It's a very important column, and it's within 3 to 5% of accuracy every time. We've run millions of dollars and millions of units through this sheet, and it's almost always within 3 to 5%. It is called project launch cost. And it is a number. It may say 1,700, 17,000, or 170,000. It is what it is. When all the numbers go in, when you're looking at over 90 days, if it costs $7,000, $1,700, that's what it takes to put that product in the market. If it's a green light product, it goes into your product list. It may not be one you launch initially, it may be the third or fourth one you launch. doesn't mean you shouldn't launch it. It just means you're going to reorder priority based on capital deployment. We have options for capital deployment. We have a partnership with Amex to help provide capital needs for those who might want to get involved with their business growth. We have other ways to help you with like Cabbage or Amazon itself to deploy capital. But the initial capital startup will need to come from you. And then we leverage other people's money. It's always the way it gets done for growth and scale. But we've, you know, we're very smart because we're only going to leverage capital And we're only going to deploy credit when products are selling. When products are selling, it's very easy to deploy capital because you know where marketing money needs to go. You know how much inventory you're going to purchase. You know where you're going to uh, shipping and logistics costs are going to go. Those are all fixed numbers. And those are going to be what it costs to deploy that capital. And you will know that. There's no guessing. Okay. No guessing on that. All right. So Frida, did I answer that question, Clark? You You said a ballpark, right? That's what I expect. Okay. So when you guys chat with me, I'll give you some more information about that should you decide to go ahead and text me. And the phone number is on the page. You can obviously talk to me about any components of that. 
like I said, to have a conversation with you to see if you might want to sell your business or get started in the business builder component. Very good. Any other questions I might have missed on the Q&A or somewhere else that I'm not seeing come up? What criteria do you look at before you acquire our Amazon brand? I look for a business that has a minimum of seven figures in revenue with a base or what's called net profit of at least 15%. If it's below 15%, it must have the uh, operational independence, have the capacity for us to pull up to 18% profitability from it in the market that it's currently selling within Amazon. If it can do that, that would be a brand we acquire. Why? As we bring it into portfolios, we're going to consolidate what are called shared services. We're going to lower the logistical costs. We're going to lower the manufacturing costs. We're going to have better negotiations and capital deployment. We have better PPC strategies and stuff. When we take over management of an account, usually every business that's brought to us has at least five points of optimization we will target in the first 90 days, which means the bottom line profitability, even at 12%, can jump as high as 18%. So we're looking for brands that are between uh, 15 to 20%, just to be very clear, that have more than a million dollars in revenue in that. That means their EBITDA, should be anywhere, earnings before income, taxes, depreciation, and amortization, EBITDA, you can Google that uh, if you don't know it. And it makes sure that that business has enough profitability to sustain growth. And of course, by bringing Kevin along as our partner in this venture, he is an equity partner, just to be very clear, this isn't a JV deal, this is a business deal. We want to look at that business and ensure that it has upside potential, that we can take it out to the mass market. We can move it out into the big picture, right? Because we want to make sure that brand gets into a household name. So that's one of the criteria we're looking for as well. Hopefully you guys learned something today. I hope you took some notes because I share a lot. You may not have realized <laughs> initially. I gave you guys some really great notes to take away from you today, especially those who might be selling on Amazon. Hopefully you heard some things uh, that you didn't hear and or want to get interested. If you're not and you're considering launching, look us up. It's an invite. Let's have a chat. We might see where we go. Brian, thank you so much for hosting this conversation. Yeah. Great information, great opportunity. I'm extremely glad to be a part of it as well. Fantastic. Well, guys, thank you so much for your time. Kevin, thank you for hanging out with me. Hey, buddy. Um, great being here. Kevin. Talk to you later. You. Hey there, it's Neil Twa, CEO at Voltage. I really appreciate you checking out this podcast. If you're still listening, then clearly you're serious about making a move in the business world. So let me ask you this. If you're serious about building an e-commerce business starting on Amazon FBA, what if myself and my team worked with you one-on-one to execute the steps outlined in the podcast while helping you discover what the heck to sell, how to make sure it's profitable, and how to successfully launch a brand, plus how to do it under a consulting plus performance-driven model where I put a $10,000 skin-in-the-game guarantee for those that show up and are serious about building a real business done with us. If yes, text keyword PROFIT to plus one four one seven four one three four two zero nine. That's one four one seven four one three four two zero nine. And I will personally respond with a few simple questions. If you're not in the US or Canada, please visit voltagedm.com. That's voltagedm.com. Click get started and book a no pressure discovery call with me or a member of my team to learn more about the business builders one-on-one coaching and mentoring for CEOs, entrepreneurs, and those looking to build an empire or retire using the power of e-commerce. Once again, thank you for listening and be sure to tune in next week for a brand new episode of the High Voltage Business Builders podcast.